Welcome back to the Posh Cotney podcast and welcome to our first ever Living the Dreams podcast. I am so happy to bring you this new show from Posh Cockney where we speak to some of the most influential, motivational, inspiring individuals on this planet today. I'm delighted to have our first guest. He's a Hollywood actor, businessman, husband, father and an all-round top bloke. He's the star of SEAL Team and his name is AJ Buckley. Enjoy the show. AJ, thank you for coming on the show. How are you? Uh, good, mate. Uh, it's good to see you again. Yeah, it's been a long time. And uh, obviously, yeah. you're on the other side of the water and uh, I'm still in London. So where are you right now? Uh, I'm in Redondo Beach, California. It's where I live. We're just like I'm a, a little south of, uh, of Venice and, and Manhattan Beach. Fantastic. And the weather's good? Weather's good, yeah. We get there. We get this like gloomy thing in the morning because I, I live right on the beach. And then probably around uh, around noon it clears up. It's like a little marine layer. So, yeah, it's, it's good, man. It's, it's good. It's, it's, been, it's been an odd three months, man, uh, just with this whole pandemic thing. And that uh, California is just shut down again. And it's just, you know, I think it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, just, it's bizarre. I feel like I'm in some sort of weird sci-fi movie that I can't get out of. Well, before we talk about how that's affected you, some of the uh, some people that are watching right now might not know mm-hmm. might not know who AJ Buckley is. Why don't you give us a little bit of an intro? My name's AJ Buckley. I was originally born in Dublin, Ireland, and I left Ireland when I was six. Uh, and then I started uh, acting. And I my first sort of big break was on a TV show called CSI New York. I played Adam Ross on that, and uh, I did nine seasons of that with uh, Gary Sinise. And then um, did a various other series uh, a year here and there on different series like Justified and Murder in the First and uh, Narcos and a show called Pure. Um, and then I'm now currently on uh, season four of uh, a show on CBS again uh, called Seal Team. It's about maybe Seals. Hence this this long bearded this look. I'm actually uh, when I'm done this, I'm heading to train because. We're about. We're supposed to be about six weeks out from filming, uh, and so the the training regiment has has picked up. But when I when I shot CSI New York, I was about one hundred and forty pounds soaking wet, and now I'm about one one eighty five. So it's just it's just I, I, it's literally where the casting director saw me. The same lady that cast me in CSI New York when I'd walked in. So I'd been I trained for this other project. I put on a fair amount of size. And when I walked in the room, she was like, she's like, did you just eat your character? I'm like, what, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, it's great, man. It's like, it's, 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 it's probably one of my favorite jobs in the sense of, um, one, you get to fly around in Blackhawks and, and, and blow things up all day. So it's like a little boy's dream, but the, you basically get paid to work out. We're training like five, six days a week, two, three hours a day. Uh, it's intense, but it's, you know, it's awesome. Some people doing all that training that they think of it as their worst nightmare, but you really love it, don't you? I mean, I can tell on your Instagram. I mean, you are pumped every single day. You're looking fantastic. Yeah. The beard looks great. Thank you. That's right. Uh, yeah, I, I had some, I had some, uh, it was going a little gray in the, in the pandemic. So I had a little, you know, had to, had to hide a little bit. <laughs> what did the but, wife say um, about the beard? Does she like it? She does, man. She does. It's so funny when, when she, uh, when we first, I've always kind of had a beard, but not like this. Um, and uh, there was one time I had to shave for something. And I think my, my daughter was around two. And, and, they, and I, my daughter actually was scared of me. She didn't know who I was. 
I came downstairs and she was like, oh, dad. And then uh, my wife, yeah, she was like, yeah, I think I prefer you with a, with a beard. It just, uh, I, uh, she's like, she, I don't know, I don't know what it is. So I, I, I've gotten so used to it now. It's, uh, uh, um, it's kind of become part of me. And in season one, when we were filming, the the shoot is 10 months. So it's a really grueling 10 months. And um, we were outside pretty much all the time. And on, in season one, we were deployed in Afghanistan for a majority of the season. And sort of a rule of thumb with these the SEALs is they, they're the only department in the military that don't have to have to shave. A lot of it is that they blend in, whatnot, but also to sort of, you can tell how long a SEAL has been deployed by the length of their beard. So for a bunch of the cast, we said, we're not going to shave at all. So for eight months, no haircut, no nothing. And it was, it was insane. Like my daughter was, when I would come home and be so excited, um, I'd be sleeping and she'd put like Lego man in my beard. <laughs> and then I go to, I go to work in the morning and like the makeup lady would brush my beard. And she was like, what is this? And she'd like pulling out <laughs> my, hand, my beard was down the head. <laughs> I had no idea. So, but, uh, but yeah, it's a great job, man. It is. It's based on a book called No Easy Day, um, which was uh, written by Mark Owen, who was one of the team leaders that led the Osama bin Laden mission. And we have these, the guys that were on that mission, we have three of the guys with us. Uh, one of the guys that I actually, my character portrays, that the, the character was loosely based on, he's on set with me every day, a few guys from Delta. Um, but, and all these guys now have become, they sit in the writer's room, become producers. They've, 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 they're a real intricate part of the show. And CBS... For, it was the first time in television history that over 70% of our crew are actual veterans. So we're surrounded the entire set. Um, guys who've just come home from war, you know, they'll, they'll know someone on the set and they'll get a job right away. So the transition for them coming from war and actually getting a job and using their skills, all our stunt guys are special operations guys. So it's a, re it's a real tight brotherhood that, that's on the set. AJ, tell me what sort of sacrifices you've had to make over the years, because, you know, you say it's a, an amazing job, but, you know, surely there, there's, there's things there that have really, you've had to give so much up to, to get where you are today. Well, when I, when I first got out here uh, to Los Angeles, I didn't grow up with money by any sort of means. I had incredibly uh, supportive parents and, you know, my dad worked five jobs and, uh, and you know we 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 were happy as could be we, i just we just didn't have the financial um side of things and uh when i came out to los angeles i kind of got lost really quickly i didn't really have an identity of self and i got mixed up with the wrong crowd and uh, and so on and so forth and drinking and and, and whatnot i kind of was pretending to 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 be something that i thought wanted people wanted me to be as opposed to being the man that my father raised me to be and it kind of put me in this weird state where because I'd worked when I got here I started working right away which is unheard of and I, I got very comfortable thinking that this is going to be an easy stroll and I lost my way and I got out of shape and lost my focus and then all of a sudden I, I, I didn't have any money and um, I was pretty ashamed with, with myself and we had to have a come to Jesus moment I actually remember uh, funny that I'm sitting in my car right now. I was sitting in my car because I, I, I didn't have a place to live. So I was living out of my car and I had a conversation with myself in my rear view mirror. And I was just like, look, yeah, you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to take another dollar from somebody that's, that's helped me because I need to define myself on my own as the man that I am. And any dollar that comes into my account, 
I want it to be from the work that I've I've made. Uh, and it took me about, it, it, in all seriousness, it took me about a year, year and a bit to really kind of come full circle. I bounced around on people's couches and stuff like that, but there was many a night I, I slept in my car and just was trying to figure it out. And there was a gym, thank God there's a gym that I went to. That I knew the guy at the front, he never checked my badge to come in. He despised it. So I was like, every morning I thought he was going to be like, hey, or a new person be like, hey, I would just wave in and buzz me. So I'd shower at the gym. And, uh, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It kind of really like, I took something for granted. And, um, and then when I got to the place, and I, I remember this, I got to the place where I was okay with telling people that I didn't have any money, but I was doing everything that I loved. And, um, and my, and I really felt it. I was like, I, I was so wealthy in, in my friends and, 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 you know, I, I had, I had no desire to go back home and not that there's anything wrong with the nine to five, but that just, it wasn't my path. So I became very hungry to get back at it again. And, um, I remember sitting in a seven 11 parking lot and I was trying to figure out what I was going to get. I had $32 and 95 cents, uh, in my bank account. And I have this framed in my office now. And I got a call from CBS that I, I just signed a, a seven-year deal with them, and it was kind of like the best, the best moment of my life. But I'll, it, I, I, and I, I have it on, on my desk, and that that bank receipt, wow. and it's just such a cool, a cool reminder of, of uh, you know, not to give up and, and and not to take you know anything for granted, and and never take your eye off the prize or get comfortable because there's always somebody else out there. There's always something else that that uh, that moment is 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 isn't always going to be there. Yeah. And what would, I mean, it's a fantastic story and, and it's amazing how many people similar to yourself have had that sort of experience. If there was a young mm. actor in, in London right now who looked up to you, loves you on SEAL team and, and everything else you've done, mm. what would be the best advice you'd give them? Be fearless. Be absolutely fearless. You have to, you, you, you be okay. You're going to get 2000 doors shut in your face and, you, 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 you come back the next day, even more hungry, allow that to don't take offense to it. Don't let it get you down. When, when a door shuts, realize 99% of the time has nothing to do with you, yeah. but just be better and, and be better at the craft and the understanding of what it is and, and fucking enjoy life, man. I mean, there's so much to be chasing. And that for me, what it was, I had to go back and realize how lucky I was to be actually going after my dream and and that's that was my goal i've so many i know so many people that have this regret in life that they never went after what it was that they want they took the other path which is fine but there's a there's something inside them that like i wish i i wish i had a, done it so and 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 to in order to go down that path you have to be fearless you have to and you have to you have to treat the the hunt as a job you have to have a schedule you have to have commitments and goals and whether it's you know, if it's training or this, but just little goals within yourself and, and, and be okay on the journey. Enjoy that, that, that journey. Um, and you know, I have a big part of my thing now is just, I've got really great people in my life that are either actors or, or we're doctors or they're this or the, you know, but they're people that are, are like-minded that have, uh, a drive in them. I think it's very important to surround yourself with, that mm -hmm. because otherwise it's so easy especially in this business just to you know to go astray with the partying or this or that and there's a true story happening um in, you know i would uh where the sort of second part of the transformation in my life was that my dad had died and i lost my way 
a bit and uh, I, I was kind of falling into some bad habits again. And uh, I remember getting the call for something. It was a huge franchise pick and I'd gone in and I tested and I basically was, I, the director had called my team and said, look, I want AJ for the job, but we don't have enough time to get him into the physical shape that we need him to get into. Mm -hmm. And this is before SEAL team or anything. And I had just had my daughter and this was life changing uh, role. And uh, the feeling I've got that I kind of, I, again, I'd slipped and, and, and took my eye off the prize. And I just had said, okay, look, I need to make it a full-time job, you know, getting in the best shape of my life and, 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 and keeping that. So an opportunity like that doesn't come again. And thank God it did, but you know, it's just little reminders that the, the business will bite back and, and, and remind you really quick, you know, and look, everybody's allowed to have an off day. You're allowed to have those things, but off weeks, off months is, is, is then you're, you're being lazy. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that's, that, 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 that's the biggest thing is, is honestly is be fearless. Never, never be, be, be okay with the failures and, and then reward yourself um, by even working harder with the successes. I love that. Be fearless. So not only an actor, but also an entrepreneur now. So tell us about your new yeah. business, which is completely different to what you do right now. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, it was about five or so, oh my daughter, six now. So it's exactly it was six years ago. Uh, I had a, 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 my daughter, Willow, her first child. And um, I went into the, I went, I brought her out to go watch um, a football game at, uh, um, this this local that we go to and i wanted to, to introduce her to all my buddies and uh as soon as i get out of the car there's she takes one of those magical poops that like went up her back you know yeah. those ones that you're like how yeah, do you yeah, 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 yeah. poop through a diaper and it goes up your back so i rush into the bathroom so it was very much first outing with her and there's no changing table in the bathroom and i'm freaking out and then i go out to the guy he's like yeah we don't have it's only the girls and i'm like okay and then I went back into the bathroom, the changing pad that I was, should have brought that was given to us at the baby shower wasn't there. So I, I literally take my shirt off, lay her down on this dirty floor. And I uh, instantly, I'm like, I failed this spot. I'm literally changing my daughter on this you know, dirty floor. And I had this idea while I was doing it, there was, if you had, because the way I laid the t-shirt out and the diaper bag, if I had a changing table that folded out, it would, I'd never have to worry about this again. I could change her anywhere in this. So I came home, uh, I ended up talking to my, my, one of my best friends, uh, Artie, who became my business partner on this. And we had no clue what we were doing. We we're like, yeah, diaper bag this. We Googled it and couldn't find it. So we did like 12 prototypes, flew to China. My wife thinks I'm crazy because I'm literally emptying our life savings into <laughs> a diaper bag. She's like, you've lost your mind. And we fly back. We only have like five bags made. We go to the ABC kids show in Vegas, which is like the biggest kids show in the world. Or you, that you you they introduce new products and you meet big box people, uh, big box stores, and on like the second day they came by and like gave us a blue ribbon and said like we won like the which is the biggest award there like the mommy's blog award and then we um we won the best innovation of 2017. Wow. And people and people came up to us and wanted to take orders. We didn't have any order. I had to fly somebody in who knew how to. I didn't even know how to take an order. We just went there <laughs> for completely R R and D. We're like, oh shit! So we got something. And then over the course of years, again, just we we didn't understand what we were doing, made a bunch of mistakes, and um, but it, 
we kind of we made the we wanted to make the bag that with the best material and the best this. So we basically got by the time it landed across from China, we'd outpriced ourselves to being in any store, which was a blessing in disguise because it really made us focus on our e-commerce and growing that side of it. And um, and then over the course of the last each year, it got better and better and it was just a slow climb like the, the first month they, i think we sold like three bags and then the next month it was six bags and it was a slow sort of thing and, and we'd spent all this money in you know ads and, and with baby products what we realized is that there's no clever ad that gets parents to buy baby product baby products are sold in the playground when one mom goes you got to get this product yeah so we just realize because if a mom says to another mom or dad you got to go get this product you literally will buy it on Amazon. Oh, is this going to help me with this journey that I'm on? It's going to make my life easier. So then, over the course of over the course of the next couple of years, each year it got better and better. And then we decided to make a segue um, in sort of the green space. And because with the tariffs on on China and stuff, we ended up moving to Indonesia. And we found this company. There's an amazing company. They're one of the only companies in the world that do um, 100% recycled plastic. So yeah. we changed and we saw the material. It, they actually felt like tuning bags. Like the, it, was, it was awesome material. So we changed our entire line. And we were the very first diaper bag in the world to be 100% recyclable plastic, which kind of added to our, our, our whole thing, clean baby, clean planet, and, um, and the whole. And then within, you know, the last, I would say the last year and a half, the, we we, the first quarter of last year, we sold basically sold more diaper bags than we did in the last four years. And it just has kind of, it's really taken off and random people have, have gotten a bag from, you know, that we, we didn't send it to like the Kardashians got it for their, their thing. The rock has had some, some other big, and so that just randomly people started gifting these people and it was getting photographed and stuff. So it's, a, it's, it's kind of taken uh, a life of its own, which is it never did I ever think I was going to be playing a Navy SEAL on TV and selling diaper bags on the side. So it's like, <laughs> Amazing. but um, it's when I think, I think, I think, you know, and then with the pandemic, we definitely, because we had shipping stuff over, you know, it just, everything kind of got slowed down and then and they opened up again and stuff. So it's, it's been good, man. It's, it's, I, I really feel, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that, for my daughter, daughter's magical poop, but again, if I had a, if, I, if I had a known what what was going to take to get into the the diaper bag business or just the baby product world, somebody had to laid it out for me. I don't know honestly if I would have taken the risk, but again, it was that being fearless. I was like, I had an idea and just was like, we were just full charging, and we said, let's go. And I think when people met us and they're like, so you have never done this before? We're like, no, but we were so like, this is it. Like we saw. Yeah a gap in a market space and it's a $23 billion marketplace. And I was like, dude, if I can just get a percent of that, that I'll yeah. be happy. It's like, so, uh, so it's been good, man. And now we're expanding and, and, and growing and we're sold all over the world now. And, um, but yeah, we, which people magazine named us uh, last year, the, the top diaper bag in the market. So it's been, it's been great, man. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's fun. Well, I'm definitely going to share um, the link to to check out the Thank diaper you. bags, um, and uh, people after the show can. Well, I'm sure we'll get in touch with you to to purchase them because yeah. they sound like uh, every mum and dad's must have. And it's been yeah, incredible speaking. It's been incredible speaking yeah. to you, AJ. Um, it's I can't wait for you to come to London, and I'll or I'll come out to California and see you there. Um, I wish you all the best with uh, the next season of Seal Team. 
Um, and yeah, keep up the good work, man. I, I love your spirit and keep being fearless. All right, my man, I'll talk to you soon and uh, congrats on everything yourself, man, with the, I saw that big promotion, the thing that you went off and did on your own and stuff. So congrats with all that stuff. And it's great to talk to you, bud. Thanks, mate. Enjoy yourself and, and love right. to the family. Right. Bye-bye. Wow, wow, wow. That was incredible. Thank you so much, AJ, for coming on the first episode of Living the Dream. I hope you all enjoyed that. I certainly did. Guys, join us next week for more incredible, incredible human beings. And they're going to get you pumped with motivation. How to succeed. What's the secret? If you want to know, tune in to Living the Dream next week. Only on the Posh Cotney podcast. Thanks, guys.